0: The readings from Luke chapter 2 verses 22 to 35 When the time of the purification according to the law of Moses had been completed Joseph and Mary took took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is as it is written in the law of the, of the Lord every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of of in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was now there was a man in Jerusalem called called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ moved by the spirit he went to the temple of the co- to the temple courts when the parents brought the ch- it brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required Simeon took took him in his arms and praised God saying sovereign lord as you have promised you now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in, a light, in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to your people of Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what, at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to, Mary, said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too.
1: Thanks, Geb. Uh, It's an interesting story about someone who meets Jesus uh, and says some really interesting things about it. And I just want to look at some of the things that that Simeon says uh, about Jesus. Uh, I used to have some friends on Facebook Um, I still have some friends on Facebook, Uh, thankfully. Uh, But I had a couple of friends in particular and these friends, they were nuts about Christmas. And Facebook let you know that uh, because it would remind you of what they were doing. And so you would get, middle of uh, June, the the celebration, we're halfway to Christmas. And every week therefrom, you would get a reminder... 17 Fridays to Christmas, do your shopping. Only 100 days till Santa comes. Every week they would be posting these milestones and hanging out for Christmas. Now I like Christmas, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I admire their dedication uh, but I think that's a little bit extreme. Maybe you like Christmas that much. If you do that on Facebook, don't worry, that's okay but it's probably a bit beyond what most of us would do at Christmas time, isn't it? I mean, we all wait for Christmas. We all look forward to Christmas. We, we love Christmas, at least once all the busyness is out of the way. But that's probably a little bit overboard. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but in those verses that Geb just read for us, we meet a man who was really waiting for Christmas. He didn't know it was going to be called Christmas. He didn't know exactly what he was waiting for. And he had to wait an awful lot longer than just half a year or a hundred days. Uh, Simeon, we're told in those verses, was waiting for the consolation of his people. That sounds a bit strange to us. Uh, Essentially, what he's saying is things were bad for people. Things were bad around them, it was a bad situation. But things were bad in them as well. People were hurting and hurting each other. People were broken. And so, Simeon was waiting for someone who would come and make things right again, who would fix and rescue the people. And God had told him something special. God had said to Simeon, it's going to happen. And what's more, it's going to happen in your lifetime. Before you die, you are going to see someone who is going to rescue the people. And so throughout his life, Simeon waited and waited and waited very patiently. All that he knew was that before he died, he would see what God was going to do to rescue people and now Simeon's old. He has waited his whole life and finally the day has come. Now we're told in that story, Simeon's a pretty special bloke. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the words that we used to describe him. He was told, we're told he's righteous, uh, we're told he's devout. Uh, clearly he's a nice guy because when, when uh, Joseph and Mary come to the temple to uh, do what good Jewish parents did and dedicate Jesus they saw Simeon, probably didn't know him. They were happy for him to hold their baby. He's a pretty nice guy. He's a grandpa sort of guy, a good grandpa. And as Simeon holds Jesus, something really amazing happens. God speaks through Simeon by his Holy Spirit. And he says some really incredible things. First of all, as he's holding this this, this month-old tiny baby boy, he says, This kid is special. This kid is it. He is the one. Finally, God's rescuer is here. He's in my arms right now. He says, this baby boy is going to be for salvation. That is, the rescuer from despair. He's going to be for light. That is, hope in a dark place. He's going to be for glory in the place of shame and disgrace. It's amazing, this little baby, he's the one. It's so exciting. I mean, you you can imagine Joseph and Mary being amazed at these words. But then Simeon says something else. He says it's going to be great. Jesus is going to bring awesome things. But there's also some hard times ahead. Jesus is not all rainbows and unicorns. There are difficult things that this child will bring. I guess in some ways it's being like given a puppy. Uh, you know, everyone likes puppies. If you don't like puppies, you're probably just pretending. Everyone <laughs> loves puppies. Puppies are fun, they're cute, they're exciting. Uh, If your parents say you're getting a puppy for Christmas, I reckon you're going to be excited. And it is fun. Until you realise that puppies are a fair bit of work as well, aren't they? They make messes in inconvenient places. Uh, They ruin things that they're not supposed to ruin. They take a lot of work. You've got to train puppies, not just for like a day or two. You've got to train them for months, even years. And even then they probably won't learn what you're trying to teach them. Uh, They're a lot of effort. You have to take them for walks, even when you can't be bothered. See, puppies are great, but they're pretty hard work too, aren't they? Not everything is easy and good when you get a puppy. And what Simeon's learning about Jesus here is that it's a little bit the same with him. Not everything that Jesus has come to do is easy and good. There's some great and amazing things that come, but there's some hard and really surprising things that come too. Simeon says Jesus is going to bring the rising of many. That's a a, a really good thing, an improvement in their life. But he's also going to bring the fall of others. He says he's going to be a heartache to Mary as if her heart was, was pierced with a sword. He says Jesus is going to be opposed. People aren't going to like him. And he says Jesus is going to reveal the thoughts of people's hearts. He's going to show what's inside them. Which means... He's going to show that it's not what's on the outside what everyone else can see how good we are or pretend to be Jesus is going to show that it's how our hearts respond to him that really matters Now that might not worry us it might not have worried Simeon we might think you know Simeon was a good guy righteous devout you know that's quite a description I don't we probably might not claim that for ourselves but on the other hand you know if we're really honest I don't know which side of the door you walked with today but if no one was watching we probably would walk through the nice side, wouldn't we? Yeah, we're all right. We're not that bad. I mean, sure, we wouldn't want everyone to know that's what we think about ourselves but we're okay. I mean, we're not perfect but we're not like, you know, so-and-so and we don't do what she does in her spare time. We're all right, aren't we? We're not too bad. I mean we wouldn't claim we're righteous, that sounds a bit too up ourselves, doesn't it? But we're all right. But see what Simeon's finding out here is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether we really are righteous as he was, it doesn't matter whether we're just pretending or telling other people that we are, it doesn't matter if we're actually just really rubbish. That's not the point. Just as Santa learned, all of us actually end up on the naughty list. All of us belong in the same place. Whether we think we're as good as Simeon or not, or somewhere in between, it doesn't change what we get in Jesus. See, the point is not what we've done, not what we're doing, not even what we might do in the future. The point of Jesus coming is how we respond to him, how we react to him and what we do with him. If we trust how good we are, if we trust that at least we're better than most, if we think we can impress him, then we're heading for a fall. But if we trust in Jesus, if we trust in how good he is, in what he's done, then we can be saved. And then that, that light and that glory and that good thing, the rescue that Jesus has come to bring, then all of that can be ours. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life. If you trust him, that's what it means to follow him, then his light, his rescue, his life is all yours. It won't cost you anything. It's absolutely free. And it's for all of you. It doesn't matter how, how who you are. Those blessings are yours. See, at the end of the day, what matters at Christmas is not how good you have or have not been. What matters is how you respond to, how you receive Jesus. And if you trust him, you'll find that he's the very best thing, the best gift, the best surprise, exactly what you truly need and at the heart of it, what you truly want as well. I'm going to pray and we're going to give thanks to God for sending Jesus. Let's pray. Dear God, help us to see this Christmas that it's not about how good we try to be, not about how bad we really are, but what really matters is how we respond to Jesus. Help us to trust him, to trust that he has come to save us, to rescue us and to make us right with you. Thank you that when we do trust him, we get all these wonderful blessings, rescue and light and life and glory in him. We thank you for him and pray in his name. Amen.